Knight Season 1 Review Disney Plus Moon Knight is the latest adventures into the MCU. It sits comfortably between the Falcon and Winter Soldier's cool street levels thrills, Loki's mind-bending shifts. The new series is created and written by Jeremy Slater with Muhammad Diab, hope I'm saying that right, directing. The show unfolds a pulp eventual mashup with overtones of the mommy and Indiana Jones as a superhero tale aiming to face its unstable protagonist within the battlefields of Egyptian mythology. Moon Knight ventures across the dangerous tightrope between hero and mental illness but triumphs in large parts thanks to Oscar's Isaac passionate and mind-blowing performance. However, the outcome of the Cape Crusader might be too disappointing for some. Before we get any farther into the review, make sure you like and subscribe for more videos. There will be a lot of cool stuff coming like the Doctor Strange um, review and the Obi-Wan review. So make sure you do subscribe so you don't miss those. Alright, let's get back to review. The character appears in comics as a mercenary hired on by the committee to catch the title character in Werewolf by Night, issue number 32 in August 1975. Written by Doug Moich with art by Don Peel and Al Malgram. Moon Knight was given moon-related symbols and a civil weapons by the creative team to establish him as a worthy opponent for the werewolf hero. In issue number 33, Moon Knight discovers the werewolf Jack Russell is a victim and not a monster and decides to assist him. Moon Knight then appears in Werewolf by Night issue number 37 as a demonic apparition in March 1976. Moon Knight stars Oscar Isaac as Stephen Grant, a strange British man who works in a London museum gift shop. He ties himself to his bed every night because he suffers from a severe case of sleepwalking, or so he tells people who don't seem to like him. He's having trouble with blackouts and finds himself in areas where he has no idea how he got there and with individuals he hasn't met before. Next he meets Arthur Harrow, played by Ethan Hawke, a cult leader on the lookout for a magical scarab that Stephen possesses. Stephen is in over his head and has to escape Harrow and get back home. Stephen then hears the voice of Mark Spector pleading for him to regain control of his body. The performances are Moon Knight's greatest strength. Oscar does an outstanding job in both roles physically and mentally. The two personalities are polar opposite. Oscar switches between Steven and Mark's facial expressions smoothly. You immediately recognize him as the character he is portraying. Steven's puppy dog eyes are peering into the reflection of the fearsome Mark in an instant. It is as though two distinctive actors are portraying two different characters. 
The rest of the cast does just fine in the roles. Ethan Hawke does do good with the generic written villain he portrays. The performance are so solid that they more than compensates for the series shallow and muddled plot. It's a large order to condense 50 years of absolved and complex comic book history into a six episodes of television and it's one that the show continuously fails to meet. Mark's explanation of his superhero duty, Anju's word of warning, and Alto Hero biographical installments are all loaded with a masterfully and not so masterfully disguised narrative dump. Moon Knight is a crash course in everything Mark Spector has ever done. You will be hard pressed to identify Moon Knight's true power if you're unfamiliar with the character's extensive comic book background and you'll be more than a little confused when Steven's ego, Mr. Knight, appears without fanfare. While one can appreciate the series' attempt to differentiate from the normal Marvel format and do things differently, it feels like it would have been beneficial to have a little more standard setup and explanation. Director Muhammad Diab shined brightest when embracing Moon Knight's inherent weirdness, a cupcake truck chase, and a null-racking mind-bending of the night's sky sequence are a couple of highlights, but his expertise in the superhero genre is poor at best. The promise of a more dark, gritty, and brutal brand of MCU action largely goes unfulfilled with its wacky CGI and um, strangely and unsurprising choreography. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was, for the most part, pretty disappointed in Moon Knight. Um, I, I grew up more with, like, the particularly the 80s and 90s Moon Knight, and that's where they really made him pretty much a ripoff of Batman, <laughs> where he, he became much more of a dark kind of character, just like all superheroes during that time. Like, it got confusing at times because you just didn't know what was happening and it's like go back and watch Memento or however you said it into Christopher Nolan's movie or Batman Begins where they flip back and forth between you know the past and the present day and everything and this one it just they try to do that but it, it fails at it I know my sister when we she was watching it with me and she was getting confused a lot and I seen a lot of people you know on social media talking about that as well and but then again like also it just me and Hall almost shut it off like we well not necessarily shut it off but we kind of just like got bored with it and because one had dragged way too much to get to the final you know episode where the big epic fight gonna happen and to me I, I think the final fight at the end of episode 6 was just not that great the director just proves that he wasn't best at doing an action sequence and stuff like I said I, I was just very disappointed I was really hoping for this and Oscar Isaac though was terrific like he was so great as Mark Spector and 
um, Stephen Grant and stuff, and and there was a lot of potential he had in the fight scenes. Like he, it seems like he he really knew how to fight and stuff, but like it was just the cinematography and stuff for the fight scenes were just god awful. Um, it was really cool to see that there was like a few um shots in the fight scenes in the few fight scenes we had where it really came um some of these cam camera angles the camera shots came straight from the comic books like i could go to my one of my moon knight comics and like oh yeah that's this scene right here this panel is right there in the tv show and that's really cool to see but like the rest of the fights and stuff just wasn't really great and and as i said it was unfulfilled when it comes to the post been much more dark and brutal type of marvel film and like the false two episode had a more of a scary movie or a horror element to it you know he fighting this demon hellhound type of thing yeah it after that it became your typical mcu movie or tv show where now we get mostly more useless jokes and unnecessarily funny scenes and non un, unimpressive big action scenes and it just yeah it was just very disappointing now because of moon knight and how this is supposed to have been a much more dark you know brutal mcu i'm kind of not looking forward to you know other stuff like blade and ghost Rider. I think they, I can't remember if they actually did officially announce it, but new episodes of like Daredevil and Punisher, you know, so I don't know. But, uh, well, that's all the time I have. Make sure you like and subscribe. Check out links in the description. The really cool stuff there. Like the link to my Star Wars fan comic, Kira, a Star Wars story there's also the geek around t-shirts and other um much um link to teespring also if you ever wanted to start your own youtube and podcast there's my gear list that lists out all this the equipment that i use as well as what i use for creating my comics there's links to amazon for all those different devices and programs yeah like i said like and subscribe we will do the Doctor Strange um, review and I see you next time. Bye.